Hey there people, Chili here, and welcome to this 5 minute review as we look into the solo album by the famous Axeman Tom Morello titled The Atlas Underground Fire. When I heard a new album was abound, I was very excited and avoided listening to any singles, opting instead to hear the entire album upon its release. Straight from the start, I was pumped up as the opening track rears to life. The track in question is Harlem Hellfighter, and it shows Tom's classic guitar work in an updated fashion a la 2021. There is also an interesting use of the Japanese vocals added throughout the track. If I'm not mistaken, the opener track title gets its name from the 369th Division of African American and Puerto Rican Regiment, which saw action in both world wars, and it's a nice nod to history. So after this hype opening track, we are quickly followed by a cover of Highway to Hell with Bruce Springsteen and Eddie Vedder. This is a bit of an easter egg as the trio covered this track back in 2014 while on tour in Australia. Tom also loves the ACDC album Highway to Hell, so this makes sense to add the cover track, but in my opinion it's not a very good cover and the song is ill-suited for Tom's playing style. I mean Thunderstruck seems more suitable for Tom to cover, but hey let me know below what you think. Regarding this album, on the whole, I do like his style to push the boundaries of genres and certainly working with other famous musicians has helped him do so. The list of collaborations from several artists including Bring Me The Horizon, Fantagram, Chris Stapleton, Grandson, Mike Posner, Damian Marley, Femme, Protohype, Dennis Lixon of Refused, and Sama Abdulhadi, another star-studded album similar in vain to the first solo album, The Atlas Underground, released a few years earlier. The album is a showcase of some incredible collaborations, especially with the initial constraints facing him with COVID. Tom stated in interviews that when COVID hit, he found himself without inspiration or motivation and didn't even play guitar for a few months despite having access to a home studio because he wasn't too sure on how to operate it properly. In the same interview, he went on to state that Kanye West gave him inspiration to start recording guitar parts for his new album on his phone, as Kanye West had done so for his album, and Tom didn't know you could do that so easily. An interesting fact is that most of these takes still exist on the finished product, and I believe it adds a bit of gruff to the record. These days, a lot of musical weight can be lost due to the polishing of the final product. If you are unsure what I mean, then go back to some of the early 70s records and compare the production to the music scene of current. We have come so far with the technology to have garage rock bands record on laptops using apps like GarageBand and a few microphones. Tom's self-recorded guitar bits are the equivalent of bringing some musical weight to the tracks and it is an important part of the album of course. When Mr. Morello is releasing a solo album, you want the guitar work to be as prominent as a lead singer. That's why Rage works so well with Tom's aggressive guitar sounds and Zach's sharp vocal lines. Of course we cannot ignore the rhythm section and the whole band just jammed as well. I also had a chance to hear one of Tom's first bands lock up on their first album Something Bitchin' This Way Comes, which is reminiscent of early Chili Peppers or Living Colour, and with Tom on guitars, it feels really out of place. If you listen to the album, you will know exactly what I mean. There are some negatives I have to say about the album, and that is the tracks on the album are lacking a bit of a focused direction, and I have a thought on why, so hear me out and tell me your thoughts. Tom's guitar solo is mostly an aggressive sound with big riffs and his unique solos. It's an aggressive style that we have seen suited to the styles of Rage Against the Machine with an aggressive message behind the music that was designed to be in your face with its style. This is why it was odd to hear him play like he does with Rage on the funk band Lockup. His style would change later on in the more contemporary rock sound in Audio Slave. But if we are being honest, their most famous song 
Tochis was another big loud aggressive track. His other band was a stark comparison in the folksy Night Watchman and a noteworthy mention with the Axis of Justice concerts as well which was performed with Serge Tankian, Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave and Axis of Justice. Three different styles and one common thread with these bands were the Passion Singers. Zach De La Roque, Chris Cornell and Serge Tankian. Each of these bands had a strong and focused direction through their singer. There is no denying Tom Morello's talent on a guitar, but I get the feeling as a solo agent he is trying to play several styles with several different musicians, much to the way Slash did on his huge self-titled 2010 solo album. The difference is, Tom's style isn't as versatile as his contemporaries like Slash, and these reasons are why I feel the album becomes somewhat dislocated. Tell me what you think if you agree below. But back to the album, and there are some real gems to be found. Let's Get This Party Started is a truly banging track with a Prophets of Rage-like vibe in it. Bring Me The Horizon were the guest appearance on this track and they fit so well. It's odd how well he fits the metalcore scene, but considering the roots of metalcore, maybe not that surprising. This track is worth listening to as well as The War Inside which features Chris Stapleton who was brought to my attention with his cover of Nothing Else Matters on the blacklist. The dueling between Chris's acoustic and Tom's electric guitar are amazing and Chris smashes it with the vocal areas. An incredible track and I would like to bring your attention to the last track in particular which feels like a true jam track, almost like he pressed record and just played whatever he wanted. Although the truth is this is just segments that have been edited together and played with the DJ adding various effects to you brought by the queen of palestine techno scene summer herself it shouldn't take away from the track in my mind it actually takes the song to new heights thoroughly entrancing and before you know it eight minutes has passed this is where tom morello feels most like tom this week has been a big week for guitarists with Santana also releasing his album on the same day which I have also covered in another episode and I feel myself getting my fill of awesome guitar tracks. The Tom Morello album isn't a bad album but it's not a great album. Overall I give the album 6 chilies out of 10. Some very solid tracks but for most of the part some missteps on the way. One thing to take away from this is that Tom doesn't seem to want to slow down anytime soon and that in itself is fantastic news. Thank you for listening, and please do the socials, and join our discussion on Twitter at Live Listen Erased, or in the comments of our YouTube videos. Thank you all, and please tune in to the next episode.